Welcome to the Think Generation Wealth Podcast, episode number 74. I am your host, Amir Estimo. In today's episode, we'll be talking about five reasons why life insurance is important. So I know I'll start off and be honest. Some of my probably lowest downloaded episodes are life insurance. And I know this podcast is around the world, and I'm pretty I'm not sure how the life insurance works in in other countries, but besides the one here in the states I'm familiar with, but it just seems like a topic that not a lot of people like to talk about because of the morbid behind it. You know, when you mention life insurance, you're thinking of death. That's basically what it is, is death insurance. And the reason why I wanted to reiterate this topic, especially today, is it's just it's crazy when you hear these stories about people passing away and all sorts of expenses are left to the significant other to deal with. So I think this is a very important episode. And I think if you're probably in your millennials right now, it's probably even more important prevalent that you do look into getting life insurance. The industry has gotten tough, especially with COVID, but also while the industry is still trying to figure out how to deal with this whole COVID nonsense, because they are making it a little bit harder now to get life insurance. So now probably even before it gets even more tough, it's probably a good time for you if you don't have life insurance to look into it. Okay. And today's episode is inspired, is brought to you by Amirson Financial. Amirson Financial is a company that is takes pride in educating their customers, educating, also helping them understand, and also helping them have a life that they want to own by educating them on credit finance, personal finance, and also wealth. So this episode is brought to you by Amirison Financial. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into this episode. So today's episode, again, is five reasons why life insurance is important. And let's start off with a brief history of life insurance. So life insurance back in the 20th century uh, or ancient Roman times, what they did was when soldiers would go off into battle and once the soldiers, let's say they died during battle, a group of people actually, there was a club that actually formed together. And what they did was they would help pay for expenses when it comes to stuff like funeral costs. They would come together, band together, and they would help cover the shoulders, the show, sorry, the soldier expenses. So the family didn't have to deal with the burden of that. So that's basically a nutshell when life insurance started. Now, it started then and then it evolved into eventually here where back then the whole life insurance industry was not regulated. So you had people you had these companies charging customers or charging their clients exuberant amounts of money for life insurance. And when it came down to finally paying the expense, let's say the person passed away, the insurance company didn't have enough money to even cover the cost, to even pay it, pay out the cost. 
So the government came in and stepped in and probably in the early in the early 19, I think it was 1944, I think, is when the Supreme Court said, okay, now we have to regulate this at a federal level because this is just getting too crazy. So they passed the McCurran-Ferguson Act, which declared that states should control. So now states are controlling life insurance. So life insurance, even though it's, the, it's regulated at the federal level, but states have a right to control it. So in a sense, life insurance, then the life insurance industry became heavily regulated. So now these companies can't just be charged an exuberant amount of money and not, they have to be held accountable. Okay. Now let's start off. Why let's deep, let's go into the five reasons why life insurance is important. Now, reason number one, life insurance is important is that when you pass, you heard of the thing called GoFundMe and we have a lot of that going on is once someone passed away, if they don't have the significant other doesn't have the money to pay for the expense because funeral could be up to twenty, thirty thousand dollars in expense for a funeral. They would start a GoFundMe account, and generally you you see these things on Facebook and, and these type of social media platform, and that is what you want to avoid. You want to avoid this thing called GoFundMe because even if you do, let's say start a GoFundMe account, how much money are we really going to end up raising? You know, unless you have someone that is really in their heart to give money, you're not going to raise a lot of money and still not make enough money to pay for the funeral expenses and not just the funeral expenses. Once those are done, then you got to pay for any other occur expenses, whether let's say the person was the breadwinner. Now the mortgage is under your name, car notes is under your name, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So now you see not only is your family dealing with you passing away. Now they're also dealing with the fact with all the extra stuff that comes behind it. So a great way to help offset that is by life insurance policy. Now there's all types of life insurance. I'm not going to get into that because that's just a whole new episode. Uh, but I just want to give the basics. Why five reasons why life insurance is, is important, which I already stated. Number one, it can help fam- It can help to financially protect your family. So that means if you pass away, let's say you get a million dollar policy. That million dollar policy, you can that be paid out to your significant other. So think about it. Now, let's say your significant other has mortgage, car notes, kids going to college. Depending on how many kids you got, you got college is probably very important. Kids going to college. Do you think anybody... If you're a middle class person, unless you're a high net worth person, do you have a million dollars sitting in the bank right now? Probably just like the me, the answer is no. I don't have a million dollars sitting in the bank. And if you do, that probably should be a bad thing. You should be taking that money and invest it. But if you don't have a million dollars, what life insurance, what I was taught what I was told by my my financial advisor, what life insurance does, it actually gives buys you time now if you're smart you can be building building wealth on the side and actually have a life insurance in place just in case if something happens to you you have that policy inside and if you meet all the requirements you're not doing 
you know, certain things that maybe your life insurance is not going to cover, then you actually the life insurance becomes a great tool because it can help offset some of these expenses that your family is going to deal with. And yes, your family is going to deal with ex expenses. So the sad thing you don't want is if you pass away and then your family has to deal with all the extra stuff that has to come behind it. So now, like I said, there's there's different types of life insurance. There's a term life insurance. There's whole life. There's universal. There's all sorts of life insurance. But the main the main one is term insurance. What term insurance does is let's say you get you get a 20 year term policy. Now, the funny thing is people look at that and say, man, I'm paying for life insurance. Let's say obviously for the life insurance to be paid out, you have to pass away. Right. But think of it this way. You pay medical insurance. People will get medical insurance. They will get car insurance. They'll get mortgage insurance. And you may live in a house where nothing ever happens. You may be driving a car 10, 20 years. And you may never get in a wreck. You just never know, right? But people will get these things. But when it comes to life insurance, they're like, oh, um, let me think about it. But the rest of that stuff, they don't have a problem. They don't have a problem insuring. So we got to think of our, our priorities, right? So if you have life insurance and you pass away, your family is protected. Your family is good. So a million dollar policy, you can use that money, take care of your kids, take care of expenses, maybe pay off the house, pay off the cars. So they don't have to deal with all that expenses that has that comes behind it. Right. Number two, it can replace lost income. So if you're a breadwinner, right, and you pass away. And let's say your significant other probably didn't work that much or did. Now that's income that's gone. So if you think about it, let's say you know your you and your significant other are bringing ten thousand dollars a month inside the home, right? And let's say it's five each. Now if that significant other passed away, that is five thousand dollars that is gone. What if your lifestyle is eight thousand dollars a month? What if your lifestyle is nine thousand dollars a month? Well, you're gonna need that extra. You're gonna need that five thousand dollars, right? So that's where life insurance life insurance comes in because it can replace your lost income. So stuff like that, if you lose that income, now you have that life insurance. The, your significant other can keep on going, but it'll be tough. Let's say your significant you didn't have life insurance and you pass away and you had a lifestyle where it's ten thousand dollars a month. Now you lose five thousand. What does the person have to go do? They have to go get a second job, right? Because now they got to be able to keep ends meet or they have to start selling or they have to start downgrading some stuff. So you want to be able to pick up and continue your lifestyle. And it gets hard. And imagine the stress that's behind this. Now you're you don't have life insurance. Your significant other lost the lost the other half of the income. And now all of a sudden you got to go to the second job. What if they got kids, especially if they're raising boys, girls, right? If you're raising kids, if you're not around because you have to work, what does that happen? They're getting their edu they're getting raised by some somewhere else. So you got to think of these things is life insurance is not just, oh, well, you know, it happens to when I die. That's when. No, it's a great tool to keep you keep your lifestyle going and keep your family going. Number three, it can help your loved ones pay off debt. Right. So just like I mentioned before, it can help pay off. Let's say you have a mortgage. You pay off your home. Boom. You're done. Pay off your cars. Boom. You're done. You set your kids college fund for the next three to four years or whatever that is. You're done. So not 
so now the your significant or whoever's the beneficiary is not only just dealing, not only are they dealing with the fact that, okay, now you're gone, but now they don't have to have debt. They can actually keep on living and keep on going because now you have the burden of debt that becomes more stress, which then brings poor health, which could eventually lead to debt. So you want to think about this process, this getting life insurance, not as a way of, oh, it's a burden. No, it's a way to keep your family going without you. Number four, it can cover funeral expenses. Funeral expenses are funeral are expensive, folks. You can get you can pay anywhere up to twenty thousand dollars for funeral expense. So imagine this. So now you fa- you pass away, or you significant or whoever was a breadwinner passed away. Now the first thing that going through their mind is okay. Yes, now my partner or whoever is not here is not here, but also now. Guess what? Now I gotta come up with money to pay for funeral expenses, right? And in those things happen so fast because it's not like, well, the person passed away and then there's weeks to think about this. It's like literally the next day you have to really get your mind together and start. Okay, hey, how are we gonna do this? We're gonna bury them here. It becomes so the stress behind this is so crazy that not only now the person passed away. Now they got to think about how they're going to pay your funeral. Now they're going to think about how, where we're going to bury. All these things come to mind. But you see what life insurance do? Peace of mind. It creates a peace of mind because what do you do, right? Okay, pass away. Hey, listen, call up whoever the insurance company. Let's say it's Transamerica. Transamerica, hey, um, my significant passed away. Boom, boom. Okay, let's look into this. Let's say they're not, they didn't die from, you know, go jet skiing or, I mean, not jet skiing, but skydiving or something that the insurance didn't know about. In actuality, and with life insurance, there's a two-year contestability, meaning that anything that life insurance doesn't cover, does not cover. So if you happen to pass away, and let's say you died from a skiing accident or something, right, or whatever that is, um, then the life insurance has the right to contest that. Now, after two years, it's pretty much fair game. <laughs> so I'm not saying now, don't quote me on this. I'm not a financial advisor, but I'm telling you this is that there's a two year window where the, the insurance company has the right to contest. Now, after two years, it could be all fair game. They may cover it. They may not. They may not. They may. They may have to cover it. But sometimes that comes with you having to divulge that information to them. So you want to keep that in mind. There is a two-year window of contestabilities. But again, that's another episode for another day. And if you want to, you can look that up. You can look that up. Go on Google, search that, and you'll actually see it. Number five, it can help pay for future education expenses. Now, I've kind of talked about, I've touched upon this several times in this episode today is, you know, think about if you have kids, that's, you know, each kid, let's say they sign to go to college, right? Each year, now I'm not. I haven't been in college forever, and I don't have kids yet that attended college, but I'm pretty sure college is really expensive now. So I remember even when I was in college, it used to cost like 15, and I was in state, and that used to cost me $30,000 a year. Now, in some colleges, that costs a semester. So can you imagine, you know, if your kid went to college, and if they go all four years, that's 30000 a semester, that's two semesters, that is $60,000 in one year. 
times that by four, that's two hundred and forty thousand. And if they really goof off five, that's three hundred thousand dollars. Do you have three hundred thousand? And imagine if you have other kids, two or three other kids that may require you to have at least a quarter of a million dollars in your bank. So you think about that. If you have life insurance, you can set it up to where each of your kids, depending on how many kids you have, you can set it up to where you can have their full the full college paid off. Now, whatever they do after that, that's up to them. But you can have their college paid off, not even have to worry about it. So as you can see, the importance of life insurance is this, is the one thing it does, it creates a peace of mind. How many of you would love to have that peace of mind? Not only you lost your loved one, but now you have the peace of mind of knowing that, okay, I don't have to stress even more. Even after we bury my significant other or however, I don't have the burden of having more stress, of thinking of expenses and this and that. You have the peace of mind. And think about it today. If you're young, if you're, let's say, the age below 30 years old, listening to this podcast, it's probably the best time to get a life insurance. And you'd be surprised. Life insurance, you probably can go to any company. I even can help you with that. Is you can go to any, you could probably find a cheap life insurance policy. You pay $20, $30 and have almost a half a million dollars in coverage. That's better than nothing. Now, if you want more coverage, you're going to have to pay a little bit more money, right? And on top of that, you got to be in good health. But if you are in good health, you get a high policy. Guess what? If something were to happen to you, your family is covered. They have what they call the peace of mind. And that's what this message is about. It's not that, oh, man, life insurance is, you know, because you think about it. You pay you pay life insurance, right? You pay you get you pay medical some of us pay medical insurance if we go to the hospital because it's expensive, right? You go to a medical and you could be paying all sorts of money. Car insurance. You could probably count on them. If you're a really good driver, you could probably count on your hand how many times you got in an accident in your lifetime. Home insurance. You may live in a home and never use them and never have to use mortgage insurance, right? But these are things we protect. We protect our personal assets versus taking care of protecting ourselves. The first thing you want to do is get yourself, if you're below the age of 30, get yourself some life insurance because it's cheaper for you now. Now, the older you get, getting a life insurance at 50 versus getting one at 25 is a very big difference in price-wise because the older you, you are, it's even more expensive, and because of the fact that there's a higher probability that you're not gonna out, you're not gonna outlive the life insurance policy. So if you get a uh, a life insurance at 50, and let's say it's another 30 years, there's a higher probability between that 30 years you're not gonna make it to 80. Versus if you're 25, unless you die some you know catastrophic way, there's a higher probability that you will make it to 50 versus making it to 85. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. I really do appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Hopefully this helped. Hopefully this inspires you today that if you don't have life insurance, go look and getting life insurance. Even if it's not, you know, you will reach out to me, but reach out to someone that you may be close to and look into it or just call a company. There's a variety of companies. There's Nationwide, there's Transamerica, there's Pacific Life. There's all these companies or get yourself a financial uh, planner or financial advisor that's going to be able to help you 
get yourself into a policy because I'm telling you, the one thing you want to leave for your family if, when you pass away is peace of mind. And if you cannot do that, that's shame on you because you had all this time on this planet to do it. Stop creating these doubts, folks, that life insurance is bad. It's not bad. People look at it as, well, I pay 20 years and, I, and, I, and I'm losing money. But you pay that on your car. You pay that in your home. You don't have a problem with that. Life insurance is a peace of mind. Okay? So, I would like to actually know how does life insurance works in other parts of the world. Um, I'm not sure. Besides how it works in the States, I'm familiar with that. Anywhere else around the world, I'm not 100% sure. But I'd love to hear that. So, if you like, you can contact me at mirror.com. A-M-I-R dot Estimo, E-S-T-I-M-O, at thinkgenwealth.com. You can reach out to me there. And I'd like to hear how does life insurance work out. Or you can reach me on Instagram at the Amir Estimo. Or you can reach at Amir at Amirson Financial, okay? But I do appreciate you guys. Hopefully, if you sat through this episode and you listened to it, I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to this podcast. Because you could be doing anything around the world. But the fact that you're taking time listening to this podcast is much appreciative. Okay. And I would like to say I apologize if you did not hear podcasts last week. I was actually on the road in and a little bit under the weather too. And I just didn't want to just come out here and give a, a half-assed podcast. I also, every time I, take, I get on this mic, I like to take this seriously because I don't know who could be listening what this could be doing for anyone. So even this topic today, I know it's something that's morbid. Not a lot of people like to talk about. It. It's very uncomfortable. But you gotta be. You gotta. It's very important to have that conversation, especially if you're in your twenties and you're in your thirties and you're going into your forties. It's probably better now to start getting getting onto this life insurance, and this gives you a way while you're building your wealth. While you're building wealth, you have this in place. So if anything were to happen to you, you you have the life insurance in place. It's not something you you have to use for the rest of your life. But for us common folks who don't have a million dollars sitting in the bank or something like that, this is well needed, okay? Especially if you have a family like any of us do, this is even more needed because, again, peace of mind. That's the topic of this. If there's anything you get out of this today, it's peace of mind, okay? So till next week, I hear, I appreciate you taking the time. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star review. Also, please rate and review the podcast. I don't mind... If you first, I appreciate it. But if you rate and review, just leave your feedback. I would love to hear it. What can I do better? What can I improve? What would you like to hear? Because this podcast is about personal finance and also you time to time. I do talk about land investing. That's something I'm passionate about. I believe in. So leave a brother a review. And until next week, much love.